0: Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment, from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast, and give a review. This helps out the podcast, and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes, hey everyone, welcome to Pardon the Intermission, I am Eric. And I'm Jason. And thank you guys for coming along this crazy and wild ride called... Pardon, intermission. intermission, That's right. Talk about all things entertainment. Entertainment, pop culture, a little bit of
1: everything here and there in between, and up and down, left and right, and side by side, stand up, sit down, fight, fight, fight. Wow, that's a lot. I know, that's a lot. lot. We do talk (laughs) about a lot. And we we try to hit on various topics too, folks. We talk a lot of Star Wars and Star Trek, but we also talk about a lot of important news affecting pop culture and the entertainment industry. So we like to say we are a potpourri of different topics. Ooh, I I like that. A potpourri Potpourri of different topics. I always thought it was potpourri. I thought it was was pronounced potpourri for a long time. Potpourri. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it is definitely potpourri. That's definitely French. That is definitely French.
0: Potpourri. Potpourri. Potpourri.
1: Yes. Monsieur Potpourri. There you go. (laughs) I like that. that. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Hey, um, you guys can follow us before we get started here. You guys can follow us on our uh, social media. Uh, We are on X, formerly Twitter, at PTI underscore podcast. And And of course, you go over to Facebook and find us at Pardon the Intermission. Yes. Uh, You know what I hear? I don't know if we'll be on uh, X too much longer. I hear Elon may start charging people to use it. Did yeah, you I was, hear that
1: too. Yeah, I did. I was thinking about that. What's going to happen if he does start charging X users? I mean, how are we going to afford that?
0: Well, uh, I don't know.
1: <laughs> because we do the show out of number one, first and foremost, out of the love of the topics. We, but number two, we do it out of the kindness of our good hearts. folks yeah. we don't get paid for this. No,
0: we don't. So not how not we, yet. How do we get paid for this?
1: Hint, hint. Are you listening out there? I heard media. Hint, hint. How do we get paid for this? All right.
0: I heard media. Um, Let's <laughs> say do do what Netflix does and start doing commercials. Do it. Do it now. Yeah, do a subscriber, a commercial subscriber base. Yeah. Right. We no, seriously. To. I don't know. Now I, I think you said the base price was going to be like four ninety nine, but. I check yeah, right. I gotta be honest with you. I'm pretty cheap. I don't know if I'd want to even pay that to use. My response X. to Elon Musk on that quote
1: is don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining.
0: Do you think he's just right? well do you but do you think he's just uh uh what's the what word I'm looking for here? Trolling people? Yeah, I think he's trolling people. I think he's trying to scare the trolls
1: that love to troll on on X. So you, you don't think you don't think he's serious about it? Oh no, I think he's dead serious. Oh, okay. Elon Musk is a guy, look, say what you will about him. You may hate him, you may like him, say what you will about him. This is a guy that when he says he's going to do something, he's going to do it. Well, you know, there are and there
0: are other options, though, right? Like we could go to Discord. We probably need to do have a Discord. Uh, that, that's we a good should. thing. Listen, yeah. you guys, uh, uh, maybe I'll put that up. We'll put that up, uh, do a little poll and see if we need to be on Discord or maybe some other uh, social media sites that people want to... Yeah. Uh, follow us on. Uh, yeah, I there's think that'd locals. Be a good idea. There's Discord. There's what are some other ones? We're
1: not going
0: to do TikTok. Okay. No, TikTok. TikTok <laughs> and Snapchat are out of the question. You're not going to see us doing that. What's that dance no. that everybody does that one kid made famous where like you swing your arms in between your legs? What is that? There's that. that that dance. What's that thing called? What
1: does the fox
0: say? Is that what <laughs> no, no, it is? No, no, no. no, no. no what? You know what? the kid, oh, I almost, I almost dropped the, the whole You're thing. You're not helping me out with the gestures here. The, no, no, the kid, you know, he goes, does like this and he does this and he goes back and forth. You don't know that dance? The lombata? It's a famous, no! <laughs> oh, it's a famous dance. I was gonna drive you. salsa I'll get it, I'll get it. We'll,
1: we'll bring it back up here I don't later. No, I don't follow a dancing liar.
0: There, no, there, there's, a, there's a, you have to, oh, if your daughter was here she'd know. She would know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's she a certain know. dance and it, and it does that where they swing the arms real fast in between their like their, their uh-huh. Their twerking lakes. is it twerking? <laughs> no, it's not twerking.
1: <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> anyway, never mind. We're off
0: the. Now I'm hey. just grabbing phrases out of the air here. <laughs> okay, getting back on track here. We're going go to go uh, to you had south a, you had an interesting story. Now this is going to be interesting because you guys, your family is going to be there really soon. Yes, and uh, we're talking about Disneyland, and of yeah. course, we're talking about Disneyland doing what to what raising Jason? the
1: cost of their entrance fees. There again. you go. Ticket prices
0: are going, going up, up again.
1: Stop they, me if you've heard this a thousand times. Didn't you,
0: they just raise them in January they of this year? They did raise them in January this year. Now, I don't know if we covered the story or not, but I know we talked about it, but Disney had just recently came out and said, we're going to start charging less for kids. Remember that? Kids uh, under a certain age, it was 10 or 12. T- it was 10. And the tickets are going down in price. I seem to recall that. And then literally like a week Two weeks later, mm-hmm. right here they are, they're, they're raising prices. Yes, so
1: Disney um, now they still have their six tier ticket cost thing or whatever like that, but basically what this boils down to is all the price adjustments are going into effect I believe this Wednesday, which as of this recording was October the 17th, if I'm not too much mistaken. Yeah, this is already passed.
0: Yeah, so yeah. today's
1: October 20th, so all of these price increases went into effect this past Wednesday. That means that visitors will be paying more for the Magic Key Passes, the Disney Genie Plus service, and for parking. Yeah, I think Genie Plus is going up to what, 25 Going up to $25. Yeah. Yes. It used to be 20 Yep. The theme park cost will also see an increase, but Disneyland's lowest ticket
0: price will stay oh, at that's $104. Oh, that's bullcrap. Oh, gee, that will be all better. That'll be one day a year probably on right. the worst day that they know it will be $104. Other yeah. than that, I think they're saying they're gonna, they could go up to, what, 100? They're going to go up to over 200 a ticket? At some point, the, On yeah. the busiest day? On right the there. Days. You'll be paying. Okay, so it says this right here. You can still choose from multi-day tickets it's, with or without park hopping. Yep. Within the tier, tier ticketing, ticketing structure. structure. Before a single day ticket in the park, uh, their most expensive tier would cost you 179 Now, now it's going to be, be $194. 194 so Close to $200. Boy. And here's the other thing, too. I don't know if the story had it or not. Yes. Disney is also adding more rides to the Genie Plus system. So they're going to screw... Now, I am a huge non-fan... I don't like Genie Plus either. Genie Plus. Because Genie Plus
1: filters out the other regular paying members who walk through the turnstiles and stand in line.
0: Well, no. What, what Genie Plus does is it gums up the works. And the reason is because Genie Plus... Here's the deal. They're forcing people to get Genie Plus to go on all these rides. So essentially, it's not that you're just going to be paying a single ticket price anymore. Right. You're going to be paying a single ticket plus whatever the Genie Plus is. Because if you don't, you're going to be waiting in every line forever mm-hmm. because they let all... I experienced this when I went back in July. They let all the Genie Plus people go. They don't they don't filter in. They don't pepper in a few regular people. They literally let all the Genie Plus people go. Yeah. When that line is gone, then they say the other other people can go in. There were two rides that I ended up walking out of because the <laughs> lightning lanes were – I got in them. I said, oh, the the, the regular queue is pretty small, right? Yep. And and it's set up there only like 20 minutes. Yeah. I waited and we waited and waited and waited. And because the, G, the lightning lane kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and they kept going. Yeah. We were sitting there for like 45 minutes and didn't move, did not move. The line didn't. And I said, yeah. we're done. Let's get out of here. So they're going to add probably most most of their rides. There's about half of them right now on Genie Plus. Yeah. So the other half, they're probably going to add. There's probably not going to be hardly any rides except what maybe the Mark Twain. Right. Which is, I think is under construction.
1: If I'm not, oh, is friendly. it really?
0: It's gonna be. It's out of commission right now.
1: Well, I I could be wrong on that. My wife would know more than that because she's on the Disneyland app like 24 seven. Okay, so she would know more than that. But when I last heard her talk about that, I think Mark Twain Riverboat, well, the steamboat, was expected to be down while we're there. Oh, no. So they may be doing some. So minor that was probably the only
0: ride that's it. not going to be on Genie Plus. Probably, and, and it's down or the, right Or now. <laughs> the frick, or the
1: freaking canoes, or the canoes that oh, you have to dude, get. In. I gotta fight with
0: you on that one. Really? I I like me some canoes. Those I rode with the pain of my head. No, man. they are not. I rode them. Yes. No, I will say this. I rode the canoes. Here's the deal. If you guys really want a ride that is not tracked, the canoes are seriously not. They have no track. You're literally right. in a canoe. Yeah. And you have and they do have it's kinda like the jungle cruise, but on a canoe. But because on the, canoe, yeah. the guy The guy we had, the guide was funny. He was amazing. He was great. It's really just, if you just wanted just a... a Fun, low-key, cool ride mm-hmm. to go around and have some fun. That is right. I wrote it for the first time this last July. I Even as a kid, I never wrote them. Okay. I wrote them for the first time with my daughter because she wanted to do the canoe so bad. Sure. It was one of the most fun rides just because of that. Mm. Now, I'm not going to say for thrills, you're going to get your thrills. Yeah. But I'm just saying for low-key and for fun, for the, for the comedic, I mean, it is really... You can have a lot of fun. And see, I the hate
1: canoes. the canoes because when you get in a canoe with a bunch of other knuckleheads, they're in there. They, first of all, it's hard to do synchronized... Uh, oaring together when you have knuckleheads in
0: there wait, and they're taking your
1: you, oars and they're splashing the water no, and they're splashing. No, no, wait yes, a minute! The, with
0: my experience, they did. Did did yes. you you rode the canoes? Then you rode the canoes. I've before. ridden the canoes before. And yes. you had they wouldn't let anybody splashing ours. Like when somebody did, they said, "Oh, don't splash!" I mean, they were serious. Like they were joking around. But when somebody started splashing, it was like they shut them down like quick.
1: Well, gee, a lot has transpired since when you last <laughs> rode them versus when I last rode them. Because when I last rode them over ten years ago, I got in one and there were knuckleheads who were taking the oars and splashing wow. the water and when the guide was telling us okay let's all kind of paddle together you have one side going psh, 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 the other side going psh, 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 psh. okay
0: this is and it and so it's just no. it, it ruined no. the experience for me I'm going to tell you right now it it Jason me. this this is going to be your challenge when you go to Disneyland right. uh, in, in November Yeah, you're going to need to ride the canoes again and okay. you're going to have to tell me what your experience is you're, you, we need you the public the, the, okay. the listeners of PTI need you to okay. give us an updated report Ride those canoes and let me know because I had a total different experience than you did. And I think maybe they have changed for the better. You need, so. you need to ride them. You need to write again. Well, even you're... if the family doesn't want to do it, you got to do it by yourself. I was just—I was just going to say
1: the only way I'm going to get on those stinking canoes is if my daughter goes on it
0: with me. No, even if wife, she doesn't, my wife
1: sure is hell and Well, do she
0: won't it. go, but I—but even if your daughter won't, you still need to do it for the show, and you need, all you right. need to come back and tell us how your canoe experience. Okay,
1: went. fine. My arm—my arm hurts so much. Mm-hmm. You've been twisting it
0: here. <laughs> I'll go ahead and do it myself. All right, I will do it myself if I have to. All right, and all I will right. even
1: take video footage of me in there the canoe, and I will send it to you. There you go. Get the GoPro. Oh, that wow. I got on
0: the canal so you know. Get well, Go I have Pro an Android. Out. I don't have GoPro. Oh, okay. So. Well, get your Android. That's waterproof. Get your Android out, and, uh, all right. and and we're gonna have we're gonna have okay. To put it, we'll have to put it up on our social media. You'll have to do it. Do it. Too bad we couldn't do a live stream. We can't be live stream from the canoe. Anyway, we'll, what what right. we'll do is just just we'll do the video. We'll sure. put it up on our on our yeah. We'll put it up. Okay. So enough that, said. That's, enough said that's about enough that. Said. Let's get yes. back to the, the ticket prices. So all right. Um, what do you think about this? Is this pretty? Uh, this is ridiculous. Is this, yeah. This
1: is freaking ridiculous, Eric. Yeah. When does it end? Yeah. When does it end? I mean, this is supposed to be the bastion of family entertainment. Disney markets itself as family friendly oriented entertainment. Well, as long as you got the money. <laughs> How, remember, I remember still back in the days when planning for Disney, Disneyland was you got paid on Friday and went to the park the next day. Mm. You didn't have to spend a year or two years budgeting uh, yeah. just to go to the stinking place because yeah. you not only. OK, sorry, I'm getting wound up here, <laughs> folks. You not only have to factor in just the price of of admission, but also about how much it costs to eat in the parks if you're going to dine in the parks. Well, And now the Genie Plus. Now the Genie Plus. Plus, you have to factor in hotel accommodations. Sure. If you're flying to Disneyland from out of state or out of region, you now have to factor in air travel, which the last time I checked takes more than a wink and a smile to afford. Mm -hmm. So you wrap all of that in, include all of that in your trip. It used to be that Disneyland was something that you could do and you could pay 25 bucks to get in. You got paid on a Friday, you planned for it that night, went on a Saturday and enjoyed it for the weekend. Now, you like my family and like your family and other families out there, we have to plan a whole freaking year budget around Disneyland yeah. just to go. Eric that is ridiculous.
0: And and not only that but also you have to make sure you get on the scheduling calendar and schedule yes. your days to go because it, blackout can, days. You can't just at, at the last minute even if you could afford it say hey right. I want to go to Disneyland because you might not get in right. because there's no room.
1: And Eric it at some point that old saying the proverbial rubber has to meet the road here. All right if Disney is deliberately raising the cost of their admission to lower admission in the park because crowd control has been number numero uno on my list for a very mm. long time for unple- unpleasurable experiences at Disneyland. Yeah. Cause I've heard them do that where they have been raising ticket prices in part to limit crowd control. If they're doing it, find
0: another way to address crowd control. I almost think, and, and that may be a little bit of it, but I almost think it's because we we've talked about it many times on the show. I mean, this Disney company is mm-hmm. they've, Overspend. They're in trouble. They I think are. They are in they huge are. trouble. And the only thing they that are. actually makes them a little bit of money right now is the parks. And so like just like he always used the term about the golden goose, they're definitely strangling that thing because yeah. they're trying to get suck that money out of the park yeah. system. And that's why they're raising prices because they, they know that people will still come. And there will be a, 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 yeah. a group of Disney loyalists that will always go no matter what they charge. Yeah. But, yeah, for regular families, I mean, you know, that are like, well, I don't know. Should we eat or should we... Right. You know, go to Disneyland. And
1: the the ironic thing about this is we all still go anyway.
0: Well, yeah, but, but no, but like you're saying, the difference is, is like you're saying you plan a year ahead of time to go yes. to these trips now, and that's what you yes. know, and that's kind of what we did, and we had to plan ahead of time, and yes. everybody is specifically planning these trips, mm-hmm. but you know it'll be interesting because if the uh, customer experience drops at Disneyland. Then you will see a drop because I think that's why people still, people went to Disneyland because they had a certain experience and a level of expectation. Exactly, exactly. And and okay, they'll they'll pay a little bit more for that. (laughs) Yes. But if that starts dropping, which I've I've seen it start to slip, and if it drops to a point where it it just becomes, you know, um, basically a a fair coming to town, right? It's like that experience. Yep, people aren't going to go because I'm not going to spend that money for it so and,
1: and then plus when you add on to that when you go there if there are more than two or three attractions down at any given time and oh did I mention they happen to be some of the popular attractions i.e. Pirates of the Caribbean oh, we've talked about Matterhorn. that many times yeah that irates people a lot more because that's not getting the biggest bang for your buck and look we all understand that these rides are machines machines break down some of these rides are older than 50 60 years they've been there since the inception of Disneyland mm-hmm. like the Matterhorn for example we we understand things happen things break down but when they happen on a continuous basis that's when we're just well, like hey wait a minute we're not getting the, the biggest bang for our buck here you, you talk about like the last time we
0: went I mean radiator, yeah. radiator Springs we went there for three days and I think radiator yeah. Springs was down three or four times in at different, least different times at least and so what happens is, is ju- just that one ride and we've talked about this before but just that one ride yeah think about all the people that were in that queue and in that ride and then they get shifted mm-hmm. back in the park and now they get to all the other rides and they and all the other rides get gummed up and they so front load the lines and, and that's yep. a newer a ride see and, yeah. and that, so that shouldn't be going down the other thing you know then you wonder are they are they uh, uh, kind of cheapening out on the maintenance you know they should have those things they should be maintaining them all the time to make sure they don't break down so then you wonder okay right. well, are they just <clears throat> reactionary mm-hmm. They should be pro actionary where they should be a uh, pre actionary where they're you know, ahead of the game. Yeah, right. Yeah, they should anyway. But but I mean, on that end, to Disney's credit, I think they do as good a job
1: as they possibly can at maintaining these attractions overall to make sure that they have as many operational as possible. But I mean, I'll use one good attraction. Uh, as an example here, Thunder Mountain Railroad.
0: No, oh, every yeah.
1: year we go to Disneyland. Thunder Railroad is offline at least
0: four or five times a day. Well, you got the and you got the privilege of uh, actually being stuck on it, I which did. I'm jealous of because I wanted
1: to- <laughs> the very first time. Yeah, let me just quick story about this, folks. So when we last went to Disneyland, which was last year, in fact, around the same time that we're going to be going this year uh, in the middle of November, um, we got stuck. My family and I, my wife and my daughter, got stuck. On Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, we were in the, obviously, we were in the car, and we got up on the second peak there, kind of like where the billy goat is and, there. Yeah, I
0: was going to say where, where, the, yeah, mountain where is, the mountain right, goat is. where the
1: mountain goat is. And so all we were just kind of going up nice and slow, and then all of a sudden, we feel the car go thump, thump, and it stopped really quickly. Mm. And I literally said, oh, shh. I didn't say shoot. I said another word. <laughs> but I said, oh, this is not good. And so we were just, we, were, we stayed there for about. 10 minutes before mm. someone finally got on the on the microphone and said, uh, we are experiencing a mechanical difficulty right now. Please wait for our ride attendant to uh, escort you off the ride. I'm like, mm. do you think? And so what was actually cool about it was the ride attendants came up and they unlatched uh, the safety bar so that we could all get out of the cars. They took us out. They emptied the cars one at a time. And then when they had everybody along the steps there lined up, they had one guy to the front, one ride operator at the back to kind of make sure that they were holding up the rear there so that no one tried to be a Clint Eastwood superhero and go do some stunt diving or (laughs) stuff like that off the tracks. So they let all of us down through the bowels of the ride. Mm. And so we got to go inside and see like the the piping and everything and some of the secret. And we got to see some of the secret entrances that some of the uh, mechanics will take if they have to fix the ride. That's cool. So that was kind of cool too. And it was the first time I had ever been stuck on a ride. And what ticked me off about it was when I asked you about it you were like no way man did you take some video footage of it uh, yeah and I'm like no because my phone was in my pocket uh, at the time and I was in a situation where I oh couldn't reach gosh. in and grab yeah. my phone because the lap bar was right down there scrunched oh on my, my thigh gosh. So
0: yeah, well, I know that no that that's actually I'm, I'm sorry to, uh, no, go uh, ahead, to go correct ahead. you. That's actually the second time you've been stuck on a ride because we both been stuck on Rise of the Resistance. That's right. We did. We had to actually
1: leave the ride We of had the to resistance. leave. We were actually yes. on
0: the ride cars, but we were in the ride queues. Yeah, right. right? right. in in the, in the Kylo Ren jail cell. Yeah, thing. right. And then then they had to escort us out or no, we were getting into the cells and they were escorting us out because right. the ride had went down. So but it is kind of cool. And I did the same thing you did, you know. It was kind of weird though when I had the I had my phone out, but when I was sitting, there, I was like, eh, I don't know if I, I felt kind of funny about recording behind yeah. the scenes. That, I, to be honest, I did. But after, but I when I got out of there, I'm like, why didn't I do that? I was so mad at myself. That's why I ask you that. I go, did you record? <laughs> yeah, like, I know. No. And they're like, oh, man, I know how you feel. I know how you feel. So anyway, anyway okay, how, so- how,
1: how all of this relates to the Disney experience overall is that when we go there, we expect the best because Disney fashions themselves as the best. But when they continue to raise the prices on just the average Q, John Q taxpayer like you and me and their families, it makes it an undesirable experience. And at some point, it has to stop. Yeah. They have to stop raising prices prices find another way to save costs even if that means you cut back on some of the concession stands on some of the restaurants on on the rest of the overall experience get rid of the parades for crying out loud Mm. if you want to cut back on costs get rid of the freaking parades i don't care about the parades. i think they're doing that i mean they've
0: cut down a lot on that they've cut down on the firework shows uh there's a lot of stuff that they have um, cut down. I, I, I think that we're, what we're seeing though is that they're in really super trouble. They are. And they, they have no other choice than to try to do this, to try to build themselves. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. Bob Igram, I mean, he's looking to sell pieces of Disney off, you know, ABC and he's, ESPN. It's and been and
1: rumored that he's going to. So, consider it. You know, Indiana.
0: I don't know. We, we've talked about it before, but you know, mm-hmm. it, it's looking more and more like, uh, the big Apple is going to be coming in. Uh, and, uh, Taking over Disney, which will be, you know, which is cool. I have an iPhone, so everything should work fine on my my app, right? Well, that will be just (laughs) fine for
1: you. You'll probably get the 40% discounts while I get stuck with regular price.
0: Oh, since man. I'm a dreaded Android user. It, it, it is going to be interesting to see when you come back uh, mm-hmm. how you, what your experience was. We'll definitely talk about that. We'll have a show about that. And what I'm going to do is I have a notepad on my phone.
1: I'm, okay. going, to, I'm going to chronicle on my notepad on the phone every bad experience I have at mm. the park. Good experiences I can talk about, I can remember, but I'm going to chronicle every bad experience I have at the park. Okay. From extraneous wait times in the queues and the, the lines to anything. No, that, let me ask you
0: this. Are you guys yeah. planning on buying Genie Plus? Hell no. Really?
1: No, we're not buying Genie Plus.
0: Really? Well, Eric, famous last words? Famous last words. Because I'll tell you this. Eric, we, we can't afford it. We're already
1: spending enough on this trip wow, as it is. because
0: I'm going to tell you this. the, the Well, maybe on <laughs> just one day, because here's what happened. We we were there our last day. Okay. My wife says to me, should we go ahead and just buy it? And I said, nah, nah, we, no, I was the same way. I was the same way. No, no, yes. we can't afford it. No, no, no. Now looking back on it, to be able to ride what 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 we wanted to to finish out yeah. you know our experience there our Disney yeah. experience because we probably won't go back for a little while mm-hmm. we should have bought it I'm telling you man we should have bought it I know it's uh, it's up another five bucks per person but yeah well know. okay well I'll
1: ask my wife as far maybe as maybe one day
0: maybe one day
1: maybe we'll see I don't know I asked my wife about it and she was noncommittal to it mm. so that's what makes me that, that's what leads me to believe that we're not going to invest in it okay did you buy so, your tickets already we already got them. Okay, so you got them at the old price? We got them at the old price. Okay, woo. Yeah, barely, just in time. We actually purchased the the tickets uh, way back in, I want to say, late August or September, early September. So we got them way before all this price increase happened. Oh, my gosh, and you guys are probably like, oh, thank Goodness, we, we, are. Did that, right? we yeah. are. We are. We exha- are We are exhaling a large sigh of relief right now that so, we did
0: that. Well, our our uh, uh, was our Doomsday Disney news. Just Doomsday Disney just constantly continues because they right? keep shooting the fans in the foot here. With all it nonsense.
1: does Magic Kingdom my bleep. Hey, we're going to talk about some more <laughs> some more bad news here.
0: Um, oh yeah, this um, is tough. This unfortunately, is tough. we lost a couple of uh, Hollywood um, icons. Hollywood icons. Yeah, uh, we did. Tell us about this, Jason. Who, yeah. who passed uh, recently?
1: Okay, well, recently we lost a uh, well-known character actor by the name of Bert Young. And for those of you who don't know who he is, if you've seen the Rocky films, you know who Uncle Paulie is. He's hey, Paulie! Yeah. Hey, Paulie! Let go, man! I'm paying attention to you, Paulie. You know, yeah. yeah. Bert Young passed away uh, just uh, two days ago at the age of 83. And of course, he played Paulie in um, in the Rocky films. But he was also a well-known character actor. Did a number of other films and had a pretty good stage career as well. Uh, but we all know him, obviously, as Polly from Rocky, and he was in all of the Rocky films, by the way. I think he, he and Sylvester Stallone are the only two actors from that original movie that made appearances. Even the new in all, one? Even the, well, no, not the new one. I don't okay. think he was in the most recent one, but he was in pretty much all of them. And, uh, you know, Burt Young had kind of those, he was a really short, stocky, kind of stubby mm-hmm. guy. And I'm sorry, what?
0: Oh, no, I was just pointing I was looking at his article. It said, yeah, in 2006, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but yes. says no, 2006, okay. Rocky Balboa, which mm-hmm. kind of brought, uh, brought it back, right, okay. to the roots. Paulie is back where he started, working at the meat packing plant. Right. Yeah, because that's right. Because Paulie was working the meat packing plant, and that's when yeah. uh, Rocky would go in there and hit and the slabs of hit meat. Hit the slabs of meat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. And then he said he did not return in 2015's Creed. Okay. Yeah. So
1: as Paulie is said to have died, in the character, the character in 2012. 2012. Yeah, okay. So. So, but yeah, and aside from that, he had, uh, again, another good, uh, strong career in Hollywood. He was also in the movie uh, Convoy, starring Chris Christopherson, played the chauffeur and bodyguard. I forgot about this. of wow. uh, yeah. Rodney Dangerfield in Back to School. <laughs> and then he had also done uh, a couple of other TV shows, did one called All the Marbles that starred Peter Falk. Wow. And, but, I mean, yeah, he was kind of this short, stocky guy who really... He was a character actor. He was a character actor. He wasn't. I wouldn't say he was an A-list star, but he was a guy that definitely had those memorable appearances where you're like, "Hey,
0: I know that guy. He was in that one movie, right?" I mean, I think you kind of played the same character, right? Pauly was kind of, that was pretty kind much. of just pretty much the same character. But yeah, pretty th- much. Those are kind of the beloved. You know, it doesn't matter what they're yeah. doing; you just know they're going to give a good performance, and you just exactly you just love those characters. And we also lost someone else here too. So um, this is a very interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh oh, let's see. Maybe I can't get to that story now.
1: Yeah, you can. Screw oh, there me. it is, right there. Okay, yeah, there you go. sorry.
0: I, I thought they, I thought they had me blocked here. On the internet. Okay, uh, who is this uh, that we lost, Jason? Yeah,
1: so we also lost, uh, actually almost a week ago, uh, Michael Gambon. For those of you Harry Potter fans, you know that he took over the role of Albus Dumbledore from Richard Harris when Richard Harris passed away. Gambon was in the Harry Potter films, Harry Potter films four through seven, and he passed away uh, following a bout of pneumonia just over Mm. a week ago, died at the age of 82. Now, Gambon was also a very prolific actor who had a number of other great roles. He was in a very good underrated Western with Kevin Costner and Robert Duvall called Open Range. He played a... uh, It's actually a very good solid Western. Mm. Um, He plays a corrupt cattle baron who um, who, uh, orders... Some of his henchmen kill one of Kevin Costner and Robert Duvall's uh, friends as they are kind of going across the country. Looking driving for, the cattle yeah basically driving cattle yeah and again he plays this uh this evil baron of this mm. town who orders his friend killed and they go and they take revenge on him it's kind of like a throwback to the old man with not man with no name trilogy but like an old gunslinging type western movie ah, interesting gabon's in that he was also in uh, a movie called sleepy hollow with johnny depp oh yeah uh, yeah i forgot he, he's in that one he wow. played baltus van tassel and he also did a number of uh, theater roles with the National Theater Company. He starred with uh, Lawrence, Sir Lawrence Olivier, who's yeah. considered the greatest actor of all time. That is amazing, uh-huh. yeah. And he had a very distinguished career. But um, uh, again, we all know him best as playing Albus Dumbledore from the Harry Potter films, which I thought he did a fantastic job of doing.
0: I who did, did you like him, or did you like... Uh, um... Uh, what's his name? Richard that, Harris. Richard Harris. I actually
1: liked uh, Michael Gambon a little bit better because his Dumbledore aligns more with the Dumbledore the in the books. Richard Harris's Dumbledore was very lighthearted, very sweet, very, um, very nice, very comforting.
0: Well, and here's the and, other thing too. Uh, the, I don't know. With with the way that the movies went, I never – I read – I think I read the first book. I didn't read the rest of them. But the way that the movies went, Mm -hmm. uh, Dumbledore definitely had to be more involved, more animated. And I had a hard time – You know, I would have had a hard time seeing Richard Harris try to do what Gambon did. I mean there's no way he could have done the same type of – kept up with the same movements and and had – because he was just older. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah, it seemed like it, it, this, he was, Gambon was definitely a better, to me, Dumbledore. It fit the role better, just for that reason. Too. Yeah, I think
1: so, too. Yeah, and I, I I liked his Dumbledore simply because of the fact that he was definitely a more, um, uh, he was a more flawed character. You saw mm, more of Dumbledore's true, yeah. flaws, especially as both the books and the films progress, because we find out that, Dumbledore isn't really this. I mean, he, he had skeletons in his closet. Sure. Just like any major character did. So, but yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, he, uh, Michael Gambon rest in peace, Bert young, rest in peace. Thank you guys for your contributions. Uh, they will be missed. Yeah. They will be
0: missed. Hey, um, Moving on here, I'm, I'm looking yeah. at a stack of books you brought in, yes. and uh, we're yes. going to talk a little, it's not necessarily TV or movie entertainment, no. but we're going to talk about a subject that we actually haven't talked about a lot We haven't. on this show, but I think we need to talk about more. Um, what, did, what did you bring in here? So while you
1: and your family were busy traipsing around having a horrible time on the Hawaiian Islands, <laughs> I actually had a chance to go to a popular comic book store here in Fresno that's actually closing down. It's I know, called it's Heroes sad. Comics. And we reviewed, we talked a little bit about this store closing on your other podcast uh, called The No Focus Radio Hour, yeah, which happens yeah. to be we, the best we uh, podcast in the Valley, by the way, folks. So actually,
0: go. second best next to ours here. Well, let's uh, give sorry. it a good shout out. So it's The No yeah. Focus Radio Hour. You can check it on all your podcasting apps. That's it's, right. It's all over the place. Place. So And, and it's yep. always the commercial that we have at the end of this show yes, it uh, is. to go check it out. But yeah, we're both on it. Jason's on it mm-hmm. uh, from time to time. I'm yep. on it too. So yep. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely check it out.
1: So I went to Heroes Comics and uh, unfortunately the store is closing. Uh, the reason why is because the owner of the store has decided to finally call it quits. He's retiring uh, for a number of reasons, but first and foremost, he just wants to spend time with family mm. in his later years. And uh, I went to his store. And this store has
0: been in, in our town for how long? 30 years. 30 years. Yeah, so yeah.
1: wow. over 30, almost 30 years since 1992, I want to say. Okay, so over 30 years, and so uh, obviously he's, he's having a store closing sale. So I went in there for the last off and on the last couple weeks, just trying to thumb through some back issues, mm. and I got like a stack of 20 comic books for $30. Wow, which is fantastic. And the reason why I did this, Eric, and this is really the first time that I've purchased comic books in more than 20 years, is mm. because. Comic books are – they were at one – I mean a very, very popular form of pop culture entertainment. Sure, yeah. And whether you are a fan of DC Comics or Marvel, Batman or Superman, Spider-Man or whoever, comic books are a way to kind of connect us to our childhood, especially for somebody like me who had a very – I wouldn't say I had a a difficult childhood – but I had um, an estranged childhood because I don't have a, a very good relationship with my father. My mother was everything for me growing up. And there weren't mm-hmm. many things that I could latch onto, aside from sports. But one of those was my fandom for pop culture, science fiction, comic books. And so when I, I decided... Initially, I wasn't going to go to Heroes and thumb through all that. I felt bad about doing that. Yeah. But when I read about why he was closing the store, it's not like he's getting bounced out by some other major international comic book retailer. Not like
0: Amazon came in. and
1: Right, and, then, and torpedoed his business. <laughs> yeah. This He's closing the store of his own volition. And so I decided, I'm going to go in there and see what they have. And I thumbed through all these old great back issues. And I found some wonderful back issues of some Batman comics, who happens to be my favorite. Uh, some comics from the Shadow Box series here for those of you who are really comic aficionados. You know what I'm talking about. Now, here. What, what is the Shadow Box? So Shadow Box is a popular Batman series where he's basically uh, he works. In, he's with his next um, cohort Robin because he had about three or four different Robins
0: in the Batman series. Now did, did so he's gone now. Have did they die off in the comics? Well, the Robins.
1: Well, Dick. Uh, well, Dick Grayson didn't. Dick Grayson became Nightwing. Jason oh, okay. Todd, who replaced him as uh, Robin, did. Um. Uh, He was killed off by the Joker in uh, Batman Death in the Family. Mm. Um, I tried to get those, but those were already sold out. They had already been gutted away. So I found some of these old back issues of Batman's, and these are comics that date back from like the late 80s, mid 90s. I found some old Captain America comics wow. here from the late 70s, early 80s. Is that Captain America with Doc Ock? Who is that? That is Captain America fights Dr. Octopus. Oh, no, my gosh. Yeah. That's and, crazy. And what I'll do, folks, is I'll take some pics of these later and post them on our Facebook page so you can see what yeah, they are. Yeah, send
0: them to me. We'll put them up yeah. on uh, But and yeah, our and it, free. Free X right now. A free X, X for
1: now. For now, Elon. Thank you so much. Yeah. But, and I also got some newer comics too. Mm. And like Wolverine Origins here, uh, some DC uh, Injustice Gods Among Us, which was a very popular series. But when I was going up there, Eric, and I was thumbing through all these, I automatically had flashbacks of my childhood. Really? And thinking about when I would go up to Heroes with my brother after school or on the weekend and we would just spend hours and hours in there just thumbing through stuff and looking at stuff. Mm. And it brought me back to my childhood because this is one of the things that drew me into pop culture and loving pop culture so much. Was that these characters and these comic books allowed a guy like me to just kinda just sit back and lose himself in a different realm, in a different environment, and just think of himself as kinda like a superhero. And that and yeah I mean be and when you think about when we talk about the popular forms of pop culture entertainment, obviously we're going to talk about TV and films, but comic books deserve to be up there because it is this material that made way or that paved the way for a lot of the popular and for the, for the popular increase in uh, character movies that we see on the big screen, whether they're Marvel films or DC films and comic books have been around for a long time. They have been around for almost a hundred years Yeah, and they are very, they are still very popular And another reason why I went up to Heroes to get hard copy versions of these, for those of you who are younger than me, hard copy means they actually have paper on them, (laughs) their pages. A lot of comic books are now available via digital download, Mm. whether it's on Amazon or somewhere else. And while that can be fun, it's still not the same as actually physically holding a comic book in your hand and flipping the pages and... You know, seeing what happens to Superman from one frame to the next on each different page. Yeah. You know, it's, just, it's more
0: real. It's, it's because you're actually feeling the page. Exa- and there, ex- there's something to it. Right, yeah.
1: exactly. It's, and from that aspect, it's like reading a regular book. It's yeah. like holding a regular book in your hands and being like Stephen King. It's much different reading a Stephen King novel with the actual book in your hand than it is reading it on a Kindle. It just has a different meaning. And that's what these did. And I don't care if I wasted, if my wife says I wasted 30 (laughs) bucks in getting these, to each his own, I guess. But these take me back to a part of my childhood that was very happy and I enjoyed it. And again, the first time I bought comic books in over 20 years. The thing about these is is that they're not expensive. They're not gonna net me 90 bucks if I hawk them on eBay. They're not wanted by a lot of collectors. They're
0: just for your pleasure. Just
1: for my pleasure. Yeah. Just issues that I was thumbing through, and I said, hey, I like these. I think I'm going to go ahead and get these and read these.
0: So you're going to read all through them then? Uh, at some point, I mean, you'll just read through them just at leisure.
1: Actually, the ones I haven't read yet are the Wolverine Origins. I'm pretty much done with everything oh, really? else right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, nice. Yeah, so I'll, oh, and yeah. I'll go and read them all over again at some point, but yeah.
0: Well, no, you're, you're talking about something that uh, you know. I was thinking about. Uh, with, with the comic books, it's kind of like the same with, uh, uh, for me, it was more TV and, and movies. I yeah, think than actual yeah. comic books, mm-hmm. um, but but I think what it is like, especially when for young guys, and and I think young guys, you know, actually right now I think it's a real hard time for young men, but it but I, I think for for young guys, you know, and especially in the '70s and '80s, you know, we all kind of went through different. We, everybody goes through different things, yeah, and even today people go through different things, mm-hmm. but uh, but you know uh, that was a big era of a lot of parents getting divorced. My parents were were uh, divorced as well. Mine too. And and I think what that does is it kind of those kind of books kind of help kids because not only like you're saying do you get lost, but it also gives you a tale of morality. You see that a lot of these characters also have their flaws they're not perfect they try to they're lost they try to find their way so it it gives young especially young men but even you know there's been some young young uh, women girls that have read comics but it gives them a a direction and a story to get Mm -hmm. engulfed in to kind of see that it's not just you know that that there's a future you know today is today but there's also tomorrow exactly and and, you know and and a lot of and and in the comic books you know a lot of their choices also bring about you know Mm -hmm. certain things so we get to also learn that you know our choices impact, impact our lives. And uh, so, so I think it's just more than just a comic book. It's not just, you know, a a pretty picture on a page with a, you know, pow, boom, bam, you know, you see all the action and stuff. I mean, it, it really teaches a lot more and that's why it means so much. And that's the thing is that people don't understand that because for me it wasn't so much comics it was more movies and TV but people don't yeah. understand the connection especially when you're young that you have to that and it's nothing new under the sun I mean people have been telling these stories of, of myth and morality morality tales yeah. ever since you know there was language I mean back yeah. in caveman days you know I mean it's like ever, ever since people could communicate yeah. they were telling these stories and it went yeah. from you know back then it was person to person and then mm-hmm. it went to maybe you know picture pi- pictographs like on the mm-hmm. walls of caves and yep. then it went to you know and then uh, paper and then when and, papyrus walls was discovered. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's just been there. And then, of yeah. course, now the medium, and, and medium is, uh, you know, TV or, film you know, or film or now our mobile phones mobile or we phone. can watch streaming. Exactly. But, but there's always those stories. And, yeah. And it's just, you know, and, and there's just something really special about it. So, yeah. it, it's a very big part. My point is, it's a very big part of childhood and it it's a very is. big part of making... Us, who we are, all these stories, mm-hmm. and I think people miss that point, you know, yeah. and it's kind of sad for me, and for us, you and I, we see that kind of era of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the paper comic book going away and that's what's kind of sad it'll always be around for collectors but i I don't know where the young people sit on that like they're probably more on their devices right oh they are most definitely
1: it was when i was when i when i was the young people's age now like when i was in my um in my mid-teens and um, late teens (laughs) After I would get out of school, I'd go down to the closest liquor store and they would have comic books still on those spinning racks in the store. Oh, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a whole bunch of them and you could get them for like 75 cents, 50 mm. cents, 25 cents back in the day. And so, yeah, I would go into the liquor stores too and just sit back and read the comic books in the racks. And I can remember there were a number of occasions where the store owner would say, hey, are you either going to buy it? Are you yeah, going to buy it? If yeah. not, put it back and get out of here.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: yeah. and I'm like, hey, I want a good part of Superman here. <laughs> you know, bleep you, man.
0: But I only got 25 cents, dude. Are you going to sell right. to me for 25 cents or I'm, I'm yeah. staying here reading it? Yeah. And
1: so when we're reading through these pages of these comic books and we're looking at these characters that we can relate to because even though they are heroes, they have flaws that's what also makes comic books so attractive. And they are still that popular form of entertainment just on a different level now.
0: And, and it lets you, and, and especially with a comic book, I think mm-hmm. it, it, gives you more time to, to sit back and, and I mean with a story with printed page too, yeah. uh, a book, yeah. but uh, with the comics too, you kind of can sit back and, and uh, what's the word I'm looking for, consume it or, mm-hmm. or kind of absorb it a little bit more yeah. with, yeah. with the streaming stuff and with stuff, the way that it's set up now on like TikTok and a lot of these devices that it, it's all these flashes of light, things happen so fast that you don't, you know, you don't really get to consume, just sit there, I mean, you're consuming it, but you don't get to sit there and just really absorb it and think about what they're doing and what they're saying and what's going on. You don't have time to think about it. And that's the difference with, like, comic books or stories. You can really sit there, read it, you know, kind of go over it in your mind, you kind of absorb it, take time with it. You're not rushed through it just to make a quick decision and move on, you know. Which, unfortunately, I think a lot of the younger people these days are probably they're 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 set up to just consume so much so quick. Well, we and live so in, fast.
1: We live in a day and age of short attention spans. Yeah,
0: nobody wants to read through anything anymore. They just so, want to be able to
1: skim through it and swipe from one screen to the next.
0: So, unfortunately, yeah. I, I think the you know the our local store here closing is probably just uh, uh, something that you know we've seen and, and probably will continue to see across you it's, know the country,
1: which is sad. It was inevitable, but yeah, yeah it's sad. You know, because in comic book stores, they're kind of like those – I used to call them the unknown great businesses because they were the only places where you could find comic books en masse. Mm. You know, this was – I mean, even back in the day when you could order comic books as a mail subscription service, if you, like, had a subscription to DC or Marvel, you could get comics sent to you in the mail. Yeah. But if you didn't, the only place you could get them – and the really good ones, I might add – we're at comic book stores, yeah, kind of like where you can get the best baseball cards at baseball card stores. Well, sure, because they
0: they they they're set up to have the latest mm-hmm. edition, but you can also catch up, you know, and go back back edition. Whereas if too. you're talking about you're going to your local convenience store or whatever with the rack, I mean, you're getting just whatever they throw up there. Exactly. So you exactly. won't necessarily get like the you know if you're on number whatever five or seven, you won't get the next one eight. You know, right. it, it, Who knows? We get issue two forty five <laughs> or something. Yeah. hey, What happened to the other two hundred forty three here? Yeah. <laughs> <What happened? laughs> All right, but but I think you know I, I have seen though that I will say this though too. There is a resurgence of good comics out there, and I have seen there's a yeah. lot of of. Uh, it seems like the comic book industry. I don't know a lot about it, but it seems like the corporate comic book industry has been very tainted as yeah. of late, like everything else. And yeah. I think a lot of of uh, creators are now on their own and they're mm-hmm. publishing their <clears> own <throat> works. Yeah, and it seems like you're actually that there may be a, an underground resurgence. Of of comic books, so there might be a light at the end of the tunnel here for for that for that type of media. Yeah, it feels
1: like it, and not only that, but all of the Marvel and DC films that have come out in the last twenty or fifteen to twenty years have helped the industry in a bit too, because mm-hmm. they've allowed the industry to kind of go back and rebrand itself. I think especially of DC, because what DC did several years ago was. Excuse me, I'm sorry, folks. What DC did a few years ago was they did something called the New 52, where they went back and they re released and reinvented. 52 of their number one issues of all of their popular comics Mm. so reissued number one issues of superman wonder woman flash batman aquaman so on and so forth and all of them and that's why they called it the new 52 okay was because when they re-released those first issues of those characters they had a chance to reinvent them and rebrand them to make them look a little bit more realistic aquaman being the best example of that aquaman benefited from that because in previous comics he was uh, a pure blonde-haired, blue-eyed white guy with a smile on his face that swam in the ocean and talked to talked to sea animals. Not kind of the tragic, flawed character who's big, buff, and brawny like Jason Momoa in the movies. Mm. New When New 52 reinvented him, he became more of the character that he was supposed to be, a, uh, a cast-off, an orphan, a character who felt like he didn't belong, a little bit more physical, a little bit more muscular, a little bit more tragic and flawed. More tortured. Yeah, and so, (laughs) and as a result, those films, a lot of these films have been based on the more recent adaptations of comic books, and again, the industry, I think, has benefited from these movies because it's allowed us to see these characters from a different perspective, and it's given artists and writers a different perspective Mm. to take these stories because now, another good thing about comic books, too, we mentioned about them being great morality tales comics have transcended history. They have followed a lot of major important historical timelines in our country and throughout the world from the civil rights movement to the Vietnam conflict, to world war two. Yeah. And now comics are reinventing to the point now where they're starting to uh, mirror a lot of societal issues like transgender and gay rights mm. and this modern day civil rights and the BLM movement and stuff like that. So yeah. um, it's, they're still evolving and they're becoming more, they're becoming popular again because of that. And also I think the movies have helped, reinvigorate the industry a little bit too
0: you know um, I want to go back to Aquaman for a minute it yeah. sounds like you were describing what was the name of that guy the deep from the boys <laughs> oh lord yes like, wait, almost wait a minute are you describing the deep from the boys from that Amazon show that's what it sounds hey, like hey I still remember the, the old peachy
1: folder I had of Aquaman with blonde curly hair and a bright smile and well, blue and eyes the, yeah. and,
0: I just remember you know. him from uh, uh, the league of the was it the Justice League Justice League the or cartoon the Super Friends yeah yeah, yeah. what well, he was just the orange and the green uh, Right, outfit. and then yeah. when he would talk... Nobody to wanted to be Aquaman. Everybody wanted to Aquaman be, uh, was a wuss. Everybody I wanted to be... Su- I mean, his only power was just like, what? Swimming good and talking to fish? And riding a seahorse. Oh, okay. Riding boy, a yeah. gigantic seahorse. Yeah, but yeah, okay, when he
1: would yeah. talk to fish, you would see... Three giant onion rings kind of come out from his head. Yeah,
0: yeah, It's like, dude, what are you doing? Everybody here? wanted to be Batman or or Superman, or Superman right? Yeah, exactly. So. But no, so you, nobody it, wanted to be Wonder Twins either. But that's I
1: don't. The Wonder Twins were ridiculous. <laughs> that was just in there for sure. Form show.
0: of ice bucket, <coughs> exactly. Form right. Form of bucket. That's right. And the other one had to be water. Yeah. Form
1: of water. Water. That's right. So yeah, yeah anyway. it was. It, it brought back fond memories of going down to Heroes there and, and flipping yeah. through those and just picking out the ones that I just wanted to pick out. So
0: are you are you <coughs> done? You think you're going back? Are they closed already?
1: You know, I went back this past Monday, and he was pretty much sold out of mm, all the good stuff. Picked he over, yeah. Still has a lot of back issues there, but a lot of them are some of the more independent comics that never okay. sold well, and a lot of people just don't know about. And with all due respect to those, those ones really never attracted my attention. So okay. I think I pretty much purchased all that I, I'm going to purchase and just stick with those ones.
0: Yeah, well, who knows? Maybe <coughs> it'll, it'll spark something for you, and it'll, it'll keep you collecting uh, from this point on, you think? Well,
1: maybe. I mean, I might. I don't know. It depends because um, y- you know, as much as I want to go back and collect comics again, it gets awfully expensive. It does. It gets awfully expensive, and I have a family now that I have to support. And you're comics- going to Disneyland. Okay, what was I just saying about I have a family to support, all right? That's what I mean.
0: You got, you're got you going to Disney. How can you do more, any more comics, right? I was this
1: close to making a great morality statement here, and you ruined you the should. moment.
0: You ruined the moment. Okay, sorry. Okay, you got a family to support and what? Yes,
1: family to support, and what I was saying is bills to pay and Disneyland to go oh, to. Oh, there you go. Okay. More important things. More important things to take care of. There you go. The point being is that I can just keep them with the current little small stash of comics that I have right now. I'm not hell bent on getting Superman issue number 45 or number one that costs like $5 million now. You know what? Maybe
0: you can come up with a... uh, uh you know, not not some of the more, of course, popular ones because people won't do it, but maybe like some kind of mm. trading system <clears throat> somehow locally where people can trade, like, oh, well, I've already had that or read that one. I want to read the next. And then kind of
1: like can... trading baseball cards, right? Yeah,
0: well, trading it. But yeah. It's like when you read it and you're done with it, and you can trade it and move on, you know, and kind yeah. of do that. That's a good idea. I so you don't that. have to necessarily keep them, and they're not necessarily big collectors, so you're not worried about that would know, be losing good. a lot of money. Yeah, Yeah, so that maybe, would be cool. That'd be something that's a good idea movement to, to figure it out,
1: right? That's a good idea.
0: All right, man. Well, hey. Whoa, that's that our cue again. Is a wrap. That's going to do it. So, hey, folks, thank you for listening. <laughs> we uh, definitely hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, we will uh, – oh, always check out our social media. Yep. Right? What is it? Facebook? Well, Facebook, pardon the intermission. There you go. And X, it's uh, on X, formerly Twitter, at PTI <laughs> underscore podcast. <laughs> if you can rate the show, please do it. It helps the algorithm, and we thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Absolutely. Peace out on the flip side. God bless. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.